0: Welcome back to the Rob O'Donnell Show on WILK News Radio. 38 degrees and mostly cloudy, 406 here in Northeast Pennsylvania. It's always the pleasure to bring on my next guest, town hall senior columnist, best-selling author, retired colonel from the U.S. Army, Kirk Schlichter. How you doing, my friend?
1: Rob, nice to be talking to the uh, Schlichter homeland of Pennsylvania.
0: There you go. So uh, we'll get to your book in a minute. you got a, a book coming out. It came out today, and it's already an Amazon bestseller from what uh, I've read. Looking forward to hearing about that. But we we have to talk about this MIA AWOL. I mean, it's AWOL, right?
1: It is AWOL. Where the hell I mean, I, I, I'm looking at this thing. And, and the the National Command Authority is the president and the, the, the secretary of defense, and then he gives orders to the combat commanders. Um. And that's conventional and nuclear, right? It, it, you, you can't have one of them not in the chain, okay, that doesn't work. I, I, I'm looking at that. Now, look, uh, Austin was always a terrible general. I didn't serve with him. i I have close friends who did. They were distinctly unimpressed. Um, and this, you know, I, I, I'm not sure who is completely a blame for his astonishing lack of judgment. I think there's enough idiocy to go around. But I'm just sitting there, how how do you take him out of the chain of command? He's having a secret operation. He's secretly in the ICU. His deputy, you would think his deputy would be sitting in the situation room at the Pentagon because, you know, maybe, maybe no one noticed, but we're kind of like being shot at in the Middle East actively right now. And there's China and there's Russia and there's North Korea. And she's not there. She doesn't know he's sick. And she's on vacation in Puerto Rico. What the heck?
0: Yeah, and what scares the hell out of me even more as a civilian looking at this is their story keeps changing. Today it came out that the Pentagon's chief of staff was also out with the cold, so they didn't make the proper notifications because they were out sick as well.
1: You know... I don't even know what the hell to – I don't even know what the hell to make of this, Rob. I mean, I, look, I retired nine years ago. I, I, I can't believe that in a decade the military completely changed that if an individual is out of the net, everything stops. Okay, we have a chain of command for a reason. When, I, when I, was a, I was a deputy brigade commander, we had the brigade commander, we had me, we had you know 5,000 other guys. I always knew where the brigade commander was. He always knew where I was. You just didn't – just. I didn't just go, mm, yeah, I'm taking off for a few days. That, I mean I, how do you do that? It's so insanely incompetent, and it's absolutely on brand
0: unfortunately yeah and during this time where actually during the time when he was in intensive care and we don't know what condition he was in intensive care we don't even know if he, he was intubated was he unconscious was he sedated we don't know because they're talking they're bringing up hipaa reasons that we they can't tell us but during this oh, yeah, time yeah
1: hipaa yeah, yeah we're gonna we're gonna we're gonna you know we can't we can't interfere with a you know, nuclear chain of command you got to take uh you got to take uh, a second place. In this guy's uh, medical information. Okay, there's not an operation that he's getting. I don't care if he's getting a, uh, a, a gender reassignment surgery. Okay, if you're the if you're if you're in the uh, uh, nuclear chain, command, if you're one of the National Command Authority, yeah, it ain't your business. It ain't just your business anymore. It's all of ours.
0: And during the time that he was in intensive care, this is when he came back from his elective surgery after suffering from pain for a couple of days, I guess, and and, and admitted himself into intensive care, the U.S. struck struck and killed a militia leader from Iran and Iraq who had threatened us. Now, I would imagine maybe CENTCOM commander there had the authority that if they identified him and, and it was safe to do so could take him out. But we don't know. I mean, isn't this something that, especially this, there's two ongoing wars. You know, Iran's looking to instigate things through Yemen with the, the Houthis attacking us over 150 times in the past three months. You, you think the, the, a conversation would need to take place between the administration, the president, and his secretary of defense?
1: Well, our... our Idiot, senile, corrupt, pervert president is too busy out there warning, Donald Trump's a dictator. He's literally Hitler, literally. You know, uh, these aren't serious people. They're only serious about keeping their own power. Yeah. And, no. they, and, and look, I, I look, I feel bad for the men and women in uniform right now who have zero leadership. And uh, while I, I, I respect anybody who serves, of course I served for twenty-seven years. Um, I don't. I, I'm not recommending people go drilling now, and, and and neither are many vets. And that's why there's a dramatic recruiting crisis. I mean, a huge one. Um, and it's only going to get worse. These are terrible people, and they must be removed from office.
0: Amen. There. Amen. There. So, this new book, The Attack. Tell us about it. I I read the the preview on it. It, I'm going to have to dive into it as soon as I can. I already ordered it. Um, Tell us about it.
1: Well, look, the attack is about a massive terrorist attack on the United States. I wrote it. uh, I started writing it three days after the October 7th attack. That's how how fast I turned it around. I wrote it in a kind of red-hot fury because we are intensely vulnerable, and we have no leadership. And in the book, I – I choose a novel format rather than a, a nonfiction format because that way I could tell individual stories. I want to make it real to people, but I also want to be able to go different places. So I, uh, you know, what part of it takes place at the White House? And I gotta say, I'm uh, I'm quite the nose for Thomas because in, in in the White House, the leadership goes AWOL during the crisis. And uh, again, it, again, this this was published. You know, this, uh, the book was, you know, in the shoot to be published when this actually happened. And it's my People's Republic novels. I've got eight of them. Started, uh, People's Republic, one is Overlord. Uh, I talk a lot about America uh, essentially splitting apart. And a lot of that stuff's come true. I don't know. I, I'm scared, Rob. I'm seeing the future. I'm seeing the future with the attack.
0: If you didn't um, live in California, I'd move next door to you, my friend. But...
1: Well, I, I, I did buy a second house in Houston. So okay. okay. I'm I'm able I'm able to uh, I'm able to move around. We could defend the
0: Houston compound then.
1: (laughs) The the Houston compound. But, you know, I mean, look, look at the chaos that's going on here in Los Angeles, for instance, uh, the degenerate scumbags who support the Hamas rapist terrorist uh, child murderers uh, went in, you know, to face the Los Angeles cemetery where, of course, my father's buried and nothing has happened yet. Uh, just the other day, uh, the little uh, uh, Obert's Fuhrer group and the uh, uh, head of the uh, DOJ in uh, D.C. came out and said, we well, are going to start arresting people who are just walking around the Capitol? Uh, this is unsustainable. This is going to tear the country apart. Uh, and it's not that they don't care. They think this is how they solidify their power up, but they're stupid people. These are people who've never been in a fistfight because they don't understand that other people punch back. And when you when you start taking blocks out of the Jenga Tower that is a stable society uh, for your own short-term advantage, eventually things thing's going to crumble. And when it crumbles, I, I, I'm not thinking that the, uh, you know, Chardonnay swilling wine women and the uh, uh, some-boy leftist males who can't do a push-up are, are going to be on top when the currency stops being uh, uh, procedural power and starts just being power itself
0: yeah it's uh, as you you're talking about that we have ongoing now they're blocking three bridges and a bunch of tunnels in new york city the same pro you know ceasefire pro-palestinian um yahoo's running around there and uh well
1: they you seem know, to be getting away with it court, day in like and time LA I, did Uh, You don't see that crap happening in Texas. You don't see that crap happening in Florida.
0: And And you think the good people of America would ask themselves why?
1: Well, look, the people in New York voted for that. The people of L.A. are voting for that. I don't have a lot of pity for people in Seattle, of course, uh, are are voting for that. And you're, you know, the, the problem is in blue America, there's two systems of justice. And uh, that is unsustainable, and our enemies are going to be able to take advantage of it. I talk about that in the attack, you know, the, 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 the enemies of the United States are not blind. They see what's going on, they see the weakness, they see the stupidity, they see the corruption, they see the political correctness, and they will exploit it. I, I am terrified we're going to have a terrorist attack, and when I talk terrorist attack, I don't mean a couple hundred people, I mean tens of thousands. And if you read the book, which I I talk to a lot of folks like you, law enforcement guys, uh, government, military, intelligence people, the entire book is absolutely plausible. There is nothing in there that that cannot happen. And it's very basic. I did not talk about some of the stuff that's possible because I I don't want to give these guys ideas, although they don't need me to give them ideas. They know it themselves. And – you know, I know your your family has experienced terrorism close up. My family uh, and everybody listening's family may very well experience it close up too, because our grotesque elite—the same people who thought Claudine Gay would make a great president for Harvard—are in charge, and uh, they're letting us down.
0: Yeah. Yes, they are. Uh, we're talking to Colonel Kirk Schlichter, town hall senior columnist, best-selling author author of the new book, The Attack. I know you have another interview after this, Kurt. Uh, where can people get the book? Where can they find it?
1: Go on Amazon. Kurt Schlichter, K-U-R-T-S-C-H-L-I-C-H-T-E-R, a, a true son of Pennsylvania. And uh, uh, you can order it, paperback, hardcover, ebook. Uh, I guarantee it will scare the crap out of you because it scared the crap out of me, bro um and uh, i i I look forward to talking to you, talking with you and getting your view on uh how accurate i am i'm afraid you're going to say very
0: <laughs> yeah uh knowing your writing i I'm already in that mindset before I even get the book so uh, uh, all right, my friend. good to talk to you again we'll talk soon, i'm sure because they're giving us enough contact to talk <laughs> for uh decades. <laughs>
1: Uh, Absolutely. Uh, uh, If I don't talk to you before, I hope to see you at CPAC.
0: Yes, definitely see you there. Just made my reservations, my friend. Oh, excellent. All right, we're talking to Colonel Kirk Schlichter, town hall senior columnist, and again, the author of the already best-selling book, The Attack. You can get it on Amazon. Kirk, thanks for joining us today.
1: Thanks for having me.